Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie, it's you, Jamie. Don't be alarmed, but I think there's a guy following you. Maybe we should get that guard dog we talked about? Nothing too scary, maybe like a Bichon with an attitude? You know, Progressive's collision insurance covers injured dogs and cats at no extra cost, so... Wait, the guy stood up when I stood up. He's on the phone. He's looking right at me. Oh, wait, it's just my reflection. Don't tell anyone about this. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast here on Locked On Jazz, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. David Locke and Ron Boone after each and every jazz game, even when he does TV and I do radio. The story of the night is kind of a non, not, not, non-eventful first half. Jazz led it by two at the end of the first half. And then Gordon Hayward goes bananas in the third quarter. Scores 23 points, I believe, in the quarter on the way to 32 points. The first time in his career he's ever scored 30 points in three straight games. In fact, here's a note on you, for you. He scored 30 in three games all of last year. And he just scored 30 in three straight. He's now scored 20 or more in seven straight. The longest run of his career. The Nuggets actually got hot then in the fourth quarter, hitting four straight threes, brought it back, got really interesting. I thought the officials forgot that they were still working, and uh, the Jazz held on for the victory. Let's go to the third. There there were a few interesting things in the first half we might get back to, might not. Let's go to Gordon. What are you seeing about the player he is today and how different he is than we've seen before? Gordon, I, I thought in the basketball game was was set up really nicely. I, obviously, well, I won't say obviously, but I, I think it was some things that were said in, in the halftime on how they approached the game. A lot of the plays that they were running early were were plays for three point shots, for three point field goals, and, and Gordon was able to respond and get out. And, but the Jazz tempo picked up, and that really benefited the team, and in particular Gordon, because he just went bananas in that third period. What's that like? It, it, it's a zone that you can get in that you think that everything you throw up is going to go in. And, and believe me, you know, some of us have had those moments where uh, every shot is a heat check, and, and until you uh, miss one, then you realize that, you know, you got something going on. But Gordon just wasn't hitting jump shots. I mean, he was driving to the basket. He was getting to the free throw line. Last, what, six ball games, we've been averaged about nine free throws a game, and he ended up with over – 10 tonight you know so and and he's making free throws ninth in the league at 90 percent so he just you know had it going and and when guys have it going like that as he said on the post game show you know the teammates were starting to look for him and the separations was there and he just was filling it up maybe one of the most enjoyable parts of our jobs is to watch a kid grow up we've seen him since a very young skinny player uh, who somewhere along the line figured out that he could be really good in this league this offseason. The story is he walked in every morning at 7.30 and put an X on the wall. What? He's doing stuff he's never done before. The question I brought up to Thurl on the broadcast was just like, yeah, I wonder if the fans realize how much better he actually is. The, the jump he's taking right now is an incredibly difficult jump that actually almost nobody in the league ever takes. What are you seeing out of him right now? He's made a tremendous leap. And, and the leap has come because he's wanted to be good. Then he went from wanting to be good to being better or great, if you want to, reach, to get to, to get to that point. And I think he just can, now it, it's all about consistency and, and getting the job done. I think he's had some good coaching. I think he's had some good people around him that's really worked with him. And as you, if you can remember, we we talked about 
imaginary basketball that he was playing while he was hurt. Those type of things resonate. I mean, they ended up helping you in the long run. All he had to do was was was, was put the ball in the hand, shooting to the basket because he was already working on the footwork. So his his drive to be great, his drive to be good, is it, really starting to pay off. And then you watch him grow up. You just mentioned being skinny. Now he's a man. I mean, he has a family, has kids. Uh, he's getting stronger, and he's learning how to play. I don't know if he's learning how to play from uh, his experiences or if he's learning how to play the game, uh, meaning on the offensive end, on how to get to the free throw line from watching other players. Watching Can you give me an example of that? Well, just watching how James Harden gets to the free throw line, how he draws contact and finishes. Uh, um, the Euro step, you know, he, he's developed that over the last couple of years. And when he's driving to the basket, it's very fast. And then he slows down with this Euro step. The defense goes by, uh, he makes contact, and then he can finish. It, it's just those little things like that that has really made him a much better player. Now, he struggled early in the year with his three-point shooting. We all knew sooner or later that was going to come around. But his two-point game and his mid-range game has always been there. He opened the year with five straight games over 20. Then he had a three-game blip in the middle. We'll just leave as is. Um, now he's scored 20 in seven straight. So he's scored 12 of the 15 games he's played. He scored 20. He scored 20 in 40 games all of last year. It's his ability to score. And what I thought was interesting about the third quarter is he scored all over the place. Right. right. All over the place, meaning he was knocking down threes. He knocked down some two-pointers. Got to the basket. Made one fantastic drive, driving to the basket. Comes underneath, puts a little English on it, and, and, and puts it into the hole. So those type of things have really made him uh, a much better player because he can just about do it all. And, and you have to appreciate what, uh, what he's doing right now. You know, I'm watching the basketball game. I'm broadcasting the basketball game, and I'm thinking, David, boy, Rudy, Rodney, George Hill, and Gordon, they must stay together here. I mean, because I think they have something special, uh, and I think it, as long as you keep those guys together, you, know, you can uh, – replace the guy here, bring another guy in, and then Trey Lyles coming off the bench. I think this would be a special team in the long run. The other part of Gordon's game, as we evidently are doing a Gordon Hayward edition, uh, is the defense. So Gallinari shot 36% in his career in games in which he's being guarded by Gordon. He was one of 10 at one point today. He couldn't beat him laterally. He's no longer physically stronger than him. We go to Kent Bazemore was one of nine the other night. Gallinari was four of 14. There's a bunch of wing. You know, last year, if you recall, I think small forwards scored the third fewest amount of points against the Jazz last year. Kawhi Leonard held the number one in the – and so with all of this, he's also become a fairly good, I mean, I think he's actually an above-average defensive player. He's a pretty good two-way player. Well, and that's what Quinn Snyder has, has preached. Uh, he's, now he's talking to Rodney Hood about him being the two-way player. Before, it was Gordon, and, and Gordon has definitely responded. Now, his defense has definitely gotten better. Uh, the team defense is, is, is what has helped a lot of these players in the league. But you have to understand the team defense to, to be a good defensive player. Now, on-ball defense, I think that has gotten better for, for Gordon, and, and he's doing a very good job at it. But, uh, you know, you, you know, the bottom line is I think the Jazz has something special in him. Jazz uh, had a lot of other guys who played well. Dante had a better game, came back a little bit. Joe Ingles had a nice game. Big picture, one final thing for you I, I thought was interesting this game. Four minutes into the game, Mike Malone pulled his center and decided he was going to just play small and try to beat the Jazz small. Denver's not great. 
they just don't have a personality as a team. Uh, I talked to Coach Malone about it before the game a little bit about, like, what do you do when all of your guys think you're the second-best player on the team and how hard it is to coach. And, but I thought it was interesting that they tried that. It didn't work at all. Like, it really never worked at any point in the game going small and somehow causing the Jazz to have to adjust. Well, for sure it didn't work to finish. You know, but that, that fourth period, man, they just uh, – did to the Jazz what the Jazz did to them in that third period. I mean, just start bombing and knocking down three-point shots, got back in the basketball game and made a big difference out of it. But, you know, and how about the lineup that the Jazz finished with, with Joe Ingles, who's been averaging about 16 minutes a game. He ended up playing over over 20 and playing and, and doing some very good things there in the closing minutes of, of the game. So a great win here for the Jazz. They, they needed it. Uh, they couldn't afford to lose another ball game here at home, especially against a team like the Denver Nuggets. My thought, by the way, what happened late was I thought the referees checked out and Denver realized <laughs> No, I really didn't. I thought Denver realized it and Utah didn't. Yeah. And they were holding and grabbing and hitting you in the face and doing everything. And the officials just stopped blowing whistles. So, like, and and I, to, Den, I, to Denver's credit, they just kept holding and grabbing and, and not letting anybody move. Well, and Jameer Nelson all of a sudden decides he's going to play basketball. I mean, he just—he was non-existent out there on the floor. I mean, you're looking at a guy that's uh, uh, started now seven games, uh, and I guess he wanted to prove something, but he really— Well, their starting point guard's not good. Yeah, that, that's for sure. And he's probably upset about that, but now he gets his sixth start, seventh start, and he picked it up there in the second half as well. That is postcast tonight. Have a good night. Sorry about that little beep right there. Have a good night. We'll talk to you Monday from Los Angeles.